solo mente. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, how you doing? We're here for a quick hit. I'm Johnson Sports Guy Hickman. My co-host is Cody Davis. And why are we doing a quick hit today, Cody? Well, uh, because Anthony Miller got released. And before I say uh, my sentiments about how I feel about this decision and how it affect the team long term, Cody, please walk the viewers through what happened at the press conference today when David Cully was asked about the release, uh, his reasoning behind the decision. And let's really give the viewers, let's paint the picture for them before we give our personal opinions. And viewers, let me just warn you now. <laughs> I'm tired. You see these? I'm tired, viewers. And just like the other day, I had a rant. I may or may not have another one, but Cody, but on the real, let's talk about what happened today. Well, yesterday uh, with this releasing. Well, we had an opportunity to ask David Cully about the release of Anthony Miller, and he said that it basically came down to the return of Danny Amendola. And he said, because both of these guys are slot receivers, <laughs> that it did not make sense to keep both of these guys around because every single week, he the Texans would be having one of these guys as a healthy scratch. Now, John, before I give the floor back over to you, I do want to say that there that that is a little bit true to what David Cully said. Because remember, after Miller got healthy, after that slight um shoulder injury that he sustained during the preseason opener against the Green Bay Packers, he was basically back and ready to be back out, be back out there on the field during the first two games of the regular season against the Jacksonville Jaguars and against the Cleveland Browns. But he was a healthy scratch because of the signing of Danny. So it's not like he's 100% lying, but let's be real. Even though it made a little bit of sense and it was a little bit proof, this release does not make any damn sense and i'm going to tell you why it doesn't make any sense because since it's concrete this is all abstract why am i saying this you guys okay so concrete is something you can feel you know this is a fact abstract is a thought why am i saying mm-hmm. that because if you look at what david cully said we feel like he'll be ready okay we Feel like he'll be ready. Not we know. Not he is. Not for sure he's going to play on Sunday. He said we feel like I think he he should be for the most part, maybe. Now that I think about it, uh, that's why it doesn't make sense. And you mean to tell me that a wide receiver room that now features Chris Conley, who ain't produced worth the damn, uh, Andre Roberts, who's a kick returner, is lackluster at that, and he ain't produced worth the damn. They just signed Davion Davis, the wide receiver out of Sam Houston. Nico Collins is on IR, and like I said, Danny Amendola may be ready. You don't think that you have a team that needs bodies 
Are you just incapable of finding ways to utilize an athlete that you chose over QT because he was a little bit quicker, because he was a little bit more athletic, because you liked him a little bit more? You're not able to find ways to get him involved in the passing game that's already lackluster without the, without the uh, presence of Tyrod Taylor? Get out of here. None of this none of this makes sense. And I, and, I, and I wanted to mention how this doesn't make sense because it's not like Danny Amendola is a, a healthy scratch. It's not like Danny Amendola is coming off a game where he had seven catches for 71 yards and maybe a TD or a big key third down possession type of play. He ain't playing. Danny Amendola is also 35. I think he turned 36 this season. He also traded a fifth-round pick to get this guy. And you kept him over a player that was a little bit maybe cheaper and had more, more of a relationship with the OC and team as well. And you're telling us you're you're you are excusing the release because you feel like it's it's he gonna be ready. So when we talked to Big Sarge last week, you guys know and love Big Sarge. We all know and love Big Sarge. One of the state statements that I made was how long until these excuses run out and we start looking at David Cully as this isn't excusable. Your reasoning behind it doesn't make sense. And now, are, and I want to look at, are you going to separate yourself from what people thought you were going to be when you first got here and just a mule? And I'm not calling him that by no means. I am really rooting for this guy. He's a minority head coach, first head coaching job, and the players love him around the locker room, right? But don't be the don't be the guy that they send out to the press conference and take all his heat. Because honestly, Nick, you and Nick Casario should have been hand in hand today, yesterday. Don't make no sense that he's over these moves and decisions. You're trying to get your your a rookie quarterback comfortable after the abysmal performance he just put on. And you mean to tell me you can't find a way to get Anthony Miller on the field to help him out? who was his lone touchdown in the game against the Carolina Panthers after he went through a read, progressed through it, and found him in the back of the end zone. You can't find a way to do that because maybe Danny Amendola is going to play. You know what I've been finding out about this team? Past relationships have been prioritized over what the evaluation can be. What am I saying? I'm saying, well, Danny Amendola, former Patriot. Uh, Rex Burkhead, former Patriot. Uh, when I look around, we, we look at Mark Ingram, who's been the best running back, so I'm not going to really much too much count him. But Mark Ingram, former Buffalo – I'm sorry, former uh, uh, Baltimore Raven. Andre Roberts, former Buffalo Bill. Marcus Cannon, former Patriot. This doesn't make any sense whatsoever because your justification behind it is not a fact. It's a hope. The Kings of Comedy, Cedric Entertainment once said that black folks live by a different creed. We wish. We wish. And right now, you wishing that he's hoping that he's available for Sunday's matchup. I don't understand it because it doesn't make sense. And and I, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm texting Twitter streets. And again, excuse me for my rant, but I'm kind of expressing myself from the, from the fans on YouTube right now. It's a head scratcher. Because it's not like Danny Amendola is gonna can be a key piece for this moving forward. I said I wanted to talk about how it affects his team long term. Are you telling me that next year Amendola is gonna be a priority on this offense? 
Are you still not able to find a way to get this athletic wide receiver involved in the passing game that's already lackluster and needs bodies because Nico was out, Danny Amendola may be out, and everybody else outside of Brandon Cooks can't provide worth the lick? Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, well, let's see how long that lasts. It's not going to last because it don't make sense. Hmm. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> this This whole – release of anthony miller doesn't make sense john really quick sports spoke to a source and um they told me that this move was a little bit more so of the quote-unquote culture fit anthony miller did not fit the culture and of course you know danny does but the culture that they are trying to build off of 16 and curvy right now but what i do want to mention is this the biggest issue that i have with the release of anthony miller is you were looking at a guy who is 26 years, years old, and that was a guy that he still has talent because when you take a look at the production that you're getting from your wide receiving core, even in the two games that he played, you can make the argument that he was arguably the Texans' second best receiver just based off what he was giving you because everybody else has been terrible outside of Brandon Cooks, of course. But when I take a look at Anthony Miller, and one of the reasons why I was really high on the Texans going out and getting him was the fact that you actually had a young receiver that you can pair alongside Nico Collins, and you were looking at two guys who can actually be a part of the rebuilding process. Danny, he's nine years older <laughs> than Anthony Miller as of right now, and you know so damn well when they season ends, at the end of December, the early part of January, whatever weeks was it, week 18 falls now, he's not going to be a part of this organization moving forward anymore. That is the most frustrating part about this whole Anthony Miller being released because Nick Casario said prior to the season, and John, you mentioned this a couple of days ago that. One of his major statements that he said that one of the big things that he's going to prioritize for this throughout this season is the process, player development. What are you going to what are, what are you going to develop out of Danny at the age of 35, 36 years old when you had a wide receiver in Anthony Miller who literally could have been a foundational piece for this organization moving forward. And another thing that I'm pissed off about Say what you want about Davis Mills, but there's two wide receivers that Mills was establishing chemistry with. That yes. was Brandon Cooks and Anthony Miller. Now yes. you're going to put him out there on the field with another top-tier defense in the New England Patriots. Yes, they're not as good as they used to be, but they're still damn good. Who's he going to go to? Who Who's going to be his security blanket? Because it ain't it been doesn't, it doesn't group. make sense. It ain't been Akins. It ain't been Brown. It, it can't it, it be them because Conley. just like what we just finished talking about, what was that on Monday's installment of Locked On Texans? They're using their tight ends wrong. And here's another. Here's a, you're right. Here's another thing. So Brandon Cooks has been able to be utilized in the slot and as an outside receiver. You're finding ways to get him involved. Yes, he's the best wide receiver on this roster by far, but you're finding ways to get him involved. Are you telling me somebody they have the same kind of statue and build? You're not able to find a way to get Anthony Miller on the outside involved, maybe inside, move him around, man in motion. Maybe it can be Anthony Miller. I'm not buying any of that. Culture fit is overrated. Hmm. Culture fit is overrated. What's the culture right now for the Houston Texans? Nobody knows. At this Nobody. Point. Okay, Astrid. <laughs> also, you made a great point, Cody. 
when the season is over with, how are you going to prioritize Danny Amendola, who's 35, going to be 36 by the time this is over with, compared to Anthony Miller when you are year one into six, Casario? Exactly. This ain't a this ain't a championship move that Danny Amendola, somebody who played in the Super Bowl and has experience. This ain't one of them moves. This is year one of six. Are you are you are you are you okay with that? And overall, you're setting your head coach David Cully up to look bad hmm. because he's gonna take all that heat. He's the one that has to go out to the press conference. And people were already big on Nick Casario when he came to New England. A lot of people were in, in belief that he could do a good job. Not only this year, but when they tried to get him last year and they got hit with them tampering charges, a lot of people around that building, around the city, was or we won Nick Casario. They went out and got him. Nobody has ever had real faith and belief in David Cully, so he's now the one looking like a lame duck that got to go out there and answer all these questions. And you have Tim Kelly, who we've seen get players involved. You, 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 you emphasize player evaluation and progression, and you cannot find a way to get this young man involved on your offense. Huh. You better hope Nico Collins turns out to be a stud number two. Oh. And with the possibility of him might be coming back for the next game against the Indianapolis Colts, Knowing that he has missed what what is it now? I think Sunday is going to be the third game he has missed. So that's that's actually experience that he missed. It's going to be a while before we see the Nico Collins that we thought we was going to see. And speaking of the quote unquote culture fit, John and listeners, do not be surprised before the trade deadline. We get that notification from Aaron Wilson or from Ian Rappaport that the Houston Texans have moved on from. Zach Cunningham, because yes. they are moving players due to a quote-unquote culture fit, and that's part of the reason why Bradley Roby isn't here. Now we are starting to find out that's part of the reason why Anthony Miller isn't here. It's only a matter of time before Zach Cunningham finally walks out that door for 16 and Kirby. And, and I want to let you guys know something right now. That's a conversation Cody and I have been having on and off camera for exactly. a couple of months now with his inability to drop back in coverage with his inability to fight through uh, a block sometime and make tackles in the backfield instead of having those tackles, not tackles for loss, but tackles for gains, and how I feel like he just doesn't fit here anymore. On top of that contract, it makes sense to move on from him because Kamal Gouje Hill has been playing very great. Christian Kirksey has been playing very has been playing very great. Joe Thomas has been playing very great for Houston. You know who hasn't been playing that well? The numbers may skew it a little upward, but it's not that great on film. It hasn't been Zach Cunningham. So it makes sense to move on from him because you have three guys that is easily playing better than him right now, and they can step into their role as a starting linebackers. Who else is going to step into the role for Anthony Miller? Ladies and gentlemen, you take that time out, comment, share, like, uh, subscribe, do all of that because now we got to know how y'all feel because you saw how we feel. I'm passionate about it. It just doesn't make sense. And that's going to conclude this quick hit edition of Locked On Texans. And, hey, today is Thursday, so please make sure you check out the full installment of Locked On Texans as we are joined by Mr. Mike DeBate, the host of Locked On Patriots, as we preview Sunday's matchup between the New England Patriots and the wannabe New England Patriots. Oh, <laughs> Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.
You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.